to Horsefly Chronicles Radio with Julia and Philip Siracusa, sponsored by Carnation, airing live on the United Public Radio Network on 105.3 FM in New Orleans. This show's entrance has been edited, produced, and directed by Gwen Clapper from Perfect Trust Productions, LLC. You can find us at perfecttrustproductions.com. Everyone and welcome to Monday night segment of Horsefly Chronicles Radio with myself, Julia Syracusa, and Phil Syracusa. We are broadcasting live from the United Paranormal Radio Network on 105.3 FM and 107.7 FM from New Orleans. Um, we're also live on Roco, which is very, very exciting. Um, so you can watch us live from your TV. Um, we're fully sponsored by Carnation, so we want to thank them for their sponsorship. We love them. We'll have to do a few things in order to participate. Go to the YouTube channel, UFO Paranormal Radio. You can go into all the Facebook stations, UFO Paranormal Radio Network, UFO Undercover with Joe Montaldo, News on the Flip Side, Twitch, SoundCloud, Podbeam, and of course, Horsefly Chronicles Radio. And if you have any questions for our guests, please ask. So tonight, guys, we have a very amazing guest and very different guest. So please welcome to the show, Ms. Kamara Bonet Forte. Hope I got it right. Yes? Bonilla. Bonilla. Okay. She found her way to paganism in 2011 after being a devoted Muslim for 13 years. She had a difficult spiritual awakening because her entire belief system was uprooted and she did not know why. She was brought into the training in an Italian witchcraft, which brought her to many other traditions of witchcraft. So tonight we are going to dig deep into the world of witchcraft and understand the many different practices. Um, So let's welcome her to the show tonight. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, we're really looking forward to this tonight. So, you know, we like to, you know, take it from, I guess, from the beginning with our guests. So can you bring us to the beginning of your story and tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, I, um, I'm a 50-year-old witch-ish something. <laughs> I don't really have a label. Uh, I grew up actually Methodist. And um, up until I think I was like 22, I actually uh, was, uh, came across the path of Islam, a Sunni Muslim. I was a Sunni Muslim, very devout. And um, when back in 2010, um, as a Muslim, you know, they pray five times a day, which is cost a lot. And I was trying to make the morning prayer and I couldn't. And I had no idea what was going on with me. And I actually really thought that I was, uh, because it was so powerful and so heavy, I really thought that I was <laughs> starting to an atheist, which, you know, I was like, well, maybe I don't believe in God at all. Uh, 
I ended up moving to Connecticut and then afterwards, afterwards, I have no idea where it came from. I was like, well, maybe, maybe I'm moving into Wicca. Um, and I found a book uh, and it helped a lot. Um, and I'm not going to mention that author because there are a lot of not nice reactions that people can have about her, but it helped me a lot to where I needed to be. So um, I'm sorry about that. Um, you I read the book, did my first ritual and um, it was to a safe travel home ritual. And after that, I ended up, I don't even remember. I think I bought the book. The first book that I bought after that was Italian Witchcraft by uh, Raven Gramazzi. And I actually studied um, online under uh, Raven and Stephanie for about two to three years. I took a couple of few courses with them. So that was like my first grounding as far as any uh, spiritual training. So after that, I had this I was like a kid in a candy store because for so long living in those monotheistic religions, you know, it was, you know, you're not supposed to think about certain things or you're, you know, you're going to go to hell. You can't do that. I can't do that. Well, okay, well, I can learn all this stuff and there's no consequence. So I just, I became hungry, like really hungry for everything. And it's not because, um, and, and in my, my bio, yes, I have, studied a lot of different spiritual paths, but I had to do that in order to find out what was going to work for me spiritually, because I can't say I don't like something if I haven't tried it. So um, I've delved deeply into uh, many occult spiritual paths as well, as well as my own with the, you know, my African background, but I never initiated. um, and, And as mentioned in my bio, I have, I'm a devotee of the Orishas and Santaria, but I'm not uh, an initiate. Um, And I think part of that has to do with the fact that I am very polytheistic and I don't feel that I could just stick to just one pantheon or one culture Um, because after I started Italian witchcraft, I actually was drawn to Celtic spirituality. So um, I am a member of Obad. So that helped to really, I fell in love with the Morrigan and Karadwin, who I am still devotees of to this day, as well as Brigitte. But I had to go through my own self-discovery, especially because being a Black woman trying to kind of venture into more European spiritual paths. Um, and I honor Odin. I love Odin. I love Freya. But I remember when I was searching, trying to figure out like, oh my gosh, like what box am I supposed to be in? And I remember I was actually told by someone that was European <laughs> that, uh, well, maybe you should, you know, stick to voodoo. And it's like, I, I tried it. I love voodoo. I have so much respect for it, but it didn't fit well with me spiritually. And I had to understand. And I had a friend of my, when I, in my jury group, but actually in Georgia, he had told me, you know, the gods don't look at our color. We're thinking with a human perspective. And I had to really get that in my head um, because I know there are some negative things out there, especially with Norse uh, spirituality. Um, and I had to really like understand that it's okay and and stop being kind of, I think I was a little afraid and intimidated. Um, and I wouldn't, whenever I, I wouldn't even wear my mom there because yeah. I was expecting this negative reaction. Like, Okay, you're 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 definitely the wrong color. Odin is like gonna completely tell you to get away. Of course, I didn't have to, <laughs> but um, 
I am grounded. And although I do practice various spiritual paths, um, I'm not lost and I don't mix. I'm not an, I can't say that I'm eclectic um, because I have respect for each one of those cultures aspects and I have to keep those separate um, just out of respect. So, yeah. That's where I get, that's where I get confused because I feel like, and you have to, you know, respect, respect the traditions and, you know, but it's so hard to label yourself as one witch and that I don't I, that that's I guess that's where I get lost because I'm kind of mm-hmm. like a free spirit and just like work with the nature and you know and I just it, it's so that it gets that's where it gets confusing I guess for me and, and complex too you know yeah. because you're trying to figure out which box and finally the more I try to put myself in a box or boxes the more stress I was putting on myself to where I couldn't even take myself away from, it was taking me away from the actual, you know, honoring of, of the gods. Hecate is actually my, my main goddess. And um, I had to put those things away and just, you know what, wherever my spirit takes me, if I, I feel like it, you know, one o'clock in the morning, I want to find out about, you know, Kabbalah, I can do that too. Um, and I don't want my, I've instilled that in my daughters because I don't want them to ever feel restricted wherever their soul or their spirit may take them, do it freely. And you can be, so you can be yourself because there's no, for me, I'm not speaking for other people, but you know, there's no happiness doing what somebody else wants you to do, doing what a a specific religion tells you, well, you have to do this or this bad thing is going to happen to you. And I don't live my life anymore under that dogma and it's liberating. So I can relate to that. I I agree with everything you're saying. I mean, it's just, it's, but what, what in the beginning, like, how did you get involved with the Italian witchcraft? Like what, like kind of like pulled you towards that? I think because I found out that I have Italian in my ancestry, which was not voluntary. It was, you know, via slavery. But um, I did, I started doing some research and then I figured out, okay, we've got some Italian in the family. And I don't know if that, like that drew me to it, but I just started looking up some stuff online. I was like Italian witchcraft and I didn't, you know, it's called Stregeria and I didn't know what it was. And I found that book in a bookstore and I was like this looks interesting and that's how I was you know introduced to to Raven Gramazzi and Stephanie and and their work and they are the most beautiful people that I could have come across and I think it was just meant for me for that to be my first introduction to any type of spiritual training um it was it was a very beautiful experience and there was no judgments no criticisms it was just it's all love and we're all here to learn. So that's how I came into it. And I, I really feel like it, it has to do with some of, with my ancestry, that those things are just in my, in my lineage. And I just, you know, you're kind of like pulled to it, right? Yes. In some, in some weird yes. way. I mean, it's kind of like the paranormal too. You're pulled in a wet, in a direction and you really kind of figure out like why. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh yeah, <laughs> my turn. <clears throat> no, I, I, um, I find it very interesting that um, you study different forms, and that's great. 
So here's the question I'm sure everybody would want to ask. What can a witch do? What kind of what? I'm sorry. What can a witch do? You said what can, am I a witch too? No, what no, no. Can what a can a witch do? What can you do as a witch? Uh, what I do, I practice hoodoo as well, which it is a practice. It's not a religion. Um, I work with energies. I have a natural ability for healing. Um, I don't, and I guess I could, you would say that I am empathic, but I have it so heavily and I can also sense spirits, which has not always been a good thing for me. Um, and I can pick up on things. And sometimes just as of late, I would say probably in the past six months. Um, and I think only is because I had an extremely traumatic experience with a Ouija board back in high school and it stopped me because I've always been spiritually aware. I've always been like, been able to pick up on things. It just seemed like it was always the stuff that was scary. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I would try to suppress it. Um, but when I, when I came into paganism and uh, practicing witchcraft, I understood that there's a lot of things that I've been doing that I didn't even realize, but I always, I will instinctively know what's, what's going on with someone physically, with their health or spiritually or mentally. And I have like a natural knack to be able to kind of pull that out and not to, uh, to insult them or anything, only if it's brought up. I've passed by people sometimes and I know what's going on with them with their health. Like I physically feel it wow. in my body. Um, and that's not always fun because um, whenever I see someone that's bleeding or, or anything like that, I get a very severe pain in my legs whenever someone is, is hurting. Um, and like I said, as of lately, I've, uh, I do tarot, I, I, but I don't do it as well for money. It's just mostly for family and friends, but, um, healing, natural healing and herbal, um, like I can, I just love herbs and I love, uh, being able to help people in the sense of when they have something going on with them, I can, I don't necessarily like will go to a book or a spell. I work better when I'm just natural and I just go with it. And that's usually when my magic is most productive and, and most pure is when I just, if I don't follow a formula and I just go by what I'm feeling intuitively, my results are on, on like perfect. <laughs> so uh, it doesn't work all the time because not everything is meant to happen. But uh, for the most part, I do. I, I, I go by my natural instincts and I do have a knack for being able to kind of dig into places to where people don't necessarily want to have known. But it just kind of comes to me naturally. Um, and I don't like that sometimes because I, I, I like to be wrong. Like, I really don't want to be. You know, you have the situations like I really don't want to be right about this person, but I'm yeah. feeling them and I can feel their spirit. And it's just like, well, uh, it's garbage. Yeah, it's like I know I can yeah. tell you that you have to always go with your gut when you get those feelings, because that's I mean, to me, you're saying everything you're saying is like you're a medium too. like you can actually you walk by people and you can, you know, pick up on their health conditions, um, you know, and. That's what I feel like. And I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. You know, it's not I mean, like a... It's horrible, right? Yeah, I, I don't like that, it. That's the impact, too, feeling those, that energy of people and knowing, like, oh, no, not for me. No, and I don't talk about it. I don't... Yeah. 
you know what I mean? It's not, this, this is not a game for me. And in my experience, this is, you know, I take magic very seriously. Um, and I've been in Facebook groups that I've since left because, you know, we, yeah. we have to, we do have a, a kuleana or responsibility to the community when we're doing things and we're putting that stuff out there. There are people who are, who are new to this, who have no clue and they think it's fun. Okay. I'm going to hex you because you took my parking spot or, you know, I'm going to do this to bring my lover back. And it's like, there's rules with this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we're, you know manip we're manipulating energies and you cannot just frivolously do magic because it is very real. It's, it's, it's a, a big responsibility. It's not like exactly what you said. It's a big responsibility and it's not something that you can just whip out and because you're angry at, at someone. It's, it's, because that comes right back to you. That comes back to you. Absolutely. Yeah. And who do we don't no, no, with? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, who do? I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. You don't want that that karma coming back to you. So I know who do karma does not does not play. Mm -hmm. We don't believe in karma when it comes to hoodoo it's like whatever you choose to do um you take responsibility for it yeah so uh but even in hoodoo i'm not um i've only had to do maybe two works of like really really heavy protection but it was it was not unprovoked um and that's that's my i feel my right to be able to do so um because my oh. daughter was 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 being harmed so yeah. yeah well there are definitely times when i mean you might have to do it mm -hmm. you know i mean you know but we it's, it's a big responsibility you have to know what you're doing it's just like playing the ouija board right i mean you have to know what you're doing and you know a lot of these young kids like yourself me and phil too i mean you know you dabble in that when you're young and you don't know what is gonna come out of that and it's, no, it ends up pretty bad for a lot of people. I still won't touch one. And that's just, just how bad. Board. That's yeah. just how bad it was. It is, and it's just a board. A board. It's 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 the intent that you're you know mm -hmm. that you're putting into the board. I mean, it's you can really use anything, um, but and we didn't know what we were doing. It was just like, hey, let's go cross the hall to this vacant apartment, and we're gonna play with this Ouija board and I thought that I was calling my great-grandfather who had recently passed about three months and he was such a gentle soul he would never do anything to scare me or hurt me or anything like that and um it moved the planchet moved by itself and we just left and whatever we contacted followed me <laughs> and stayed with me for about 15 years that's just how long it took me to get to a healthy place, but it never tried to hurt me. Now, if I knew what I knew, knew back then, what I knew now, I probably would have been able to try to figure out what it was, but because I was so terrified of it, I fed it, you know, I was feeding it my fear and my family, they were going to admit me to a mental institution because they thought I was crazy. But uh, my cousin at the time, who was a devout Christian, actually explained to myself, no, she's, she's telling the truth. She's not crazy. She's, this stuff is real. And it, it followed me and it stayed on me and it was so bad. I couldn't even close my eyes to pray. I was a Christian back then, you know, but I couldn't take a shower without the door open. It was horrific. Yeah. And, um, it was, it was traumatizing and I didn't have anybody 
to say, I didn't know anybody in the pagan community. We were just kids thinking we could play with a pentagram and have a great time and play with this Ouija board. But I didn't mm -hmm. have anybody that was outside of, you know, Christianity to explain to me, hey, you know, what what happens when you're dealing with spirits? I've always been close to them and felt them. But with that situation, I didn't have any help. I had no help. Yeah, because especially back then, I mean, you know, there was it's no one really understood it and no one wanted to believe exactly. you. Exactly. Um, you know, thank God for the young generation now because they it's so much, you know, it's more welcomed and there's so many more people out there. Absolutely. Um, willing to help and absolutely. So it was a bad it was a bad time. I know Phil has a story, has a story about the Ouija board that yeah, you got to be careful with it. It's the intent. It's just a board. It's mm -hmm. no magic potion. It's just a board, but it's the intent and the spiritual world that knows what you're doing and what you're using. Right. And I myself have been followed back through an entity, and um, it's not pleasant. It's uh, if you don't know what you're dealing with. I've seen horrific things happen to people that don't even believe that were doing that board with me. So. You have to be very careful with a Ouija board, and I don't believe there is an expert on it. And if I, I don't believe it, sorry. I don't know. Um, I you're talking to you don't even know who you're talking to. Um, Thank you. And those doors that are being opened, they can latch on for years. <clears throat> Some of them can be malevolent, and they can get you on their watch, and they can take you down. And I've seen it firsthand. Um, to believers. so I can tell you that it's real and um, you know I wouldn't recommend it that's for sure were you harmed when you um, when you were oh yeah okay okay this thing never tried to harm me and never tried to harm me and, and I didn't you know, understand that. I'll tell you what I'll tell you what happened the spirit threatened to stab me the next day, I couldn't get out of bed. I felt like someone took a knife and ripped my thigh apart. Oh, my God. And I was in bed for a week. And that's a fact. That's a fact. There were no blood marks. There were no scratch marks. It did what it can do, and it proved it. So there's some things out there that we just have to be careful with. You know, when people like myself, when I was 19, 18, I thought I could speak to a friend who crossed over or somebody. Sometimes you can, but yeah. other times there's something else coming through as well. And it could just be that one that says, oh, let's play my way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, <laughs> I, I, I wholeheartedly 100% believe you. I believe you. I know you're not. You're, you're telling the truth. You that's know? a fact. And, that's yeah. something. I tell the way it is. I tell it straight the way it is. Yeah. Um, it's scary and you have to be careful. I'm interested in, you know, I know you said that your daughter had some issues and you used um, spiritual work, magic slash whatever, witchcraft, and I've done it too. Now I'll tell you about myself really quick and this shows about you, but witchcraft is real. Magic is real. Um, I don't read books. It's just like it comes through and tells me what to do. I don't even know what I'm doing. Um, it just tells me, do this, this, A, B, and C, and D. I do A, B, and C, and D, thinking that I'm a moron for doing A, B, and C, and D, <laughs> only to know that it happens a day or two later 
to whoever I was doing A, B, and C, and D with. And I'm like, but I didn't read a book. I didn't study this stuff. And yet there was no, that's not, there's no way, in, no way that's a coincidence. Mm -mm. Not at all. I, I really believe that some of us, we just, we just don't need bugs. I mean, we're, I think those people like that are so strong and spiritually and they're aware and they're very grounded that they trust themselves, even though it doesn't feel like you're trusting yourself. But if I try to use a book of some spell, it will go completely haywire. The little situation I have with my daughter, um, actually I petitioned Hecate because she is a protector of women and, and, and animals, uh, and dogs. But um, yeah, I petitioned her and I have results in three days. And I just, all I needed to happen is that I needed for these, these people to leave my daughter alone. Yeah. Didn't want to harm them, but I needed them to back up and get up off of her. So um, I did what I needed to do. So, yeah. um, and I do have a freezer full of freezer spells. Mm -hmm. um, and the girls, they all know it's like, okay, mommy's got another body in the, you know, in the freezer. Cause there's like, how many, what is in your freezer? That was they work so quickly and so well. I can't, it's like, if I just need something done really quickly, that's the way to do it. Now, if I'm doing something like long-term or like um, uh, a year and a half ago, I was needing a job because I was, I was a travel agent and of course COVID destroyed anything and everything. So um, I was out of work for about a year and a half, almost two years. And I was down to the wire of needing my landlord was like, I know you're getting unemployment, but we need to know that you're going to have a job to continue to pay your rent. Mm -hmm. And um, it was, I'm talking about down to like three weeks Yeah, that they had given me, okay, we're going to give you 60 days, but you're going to have to move because we need to know that you're going to have money to pay. So it's like, okay, I had to pull out the big guns. Now with that, who I go to for any financial things will be Marley, uh, Laveau. I am a, I've been a very devoted uh, follow of hers um, for several years. So because of where my front door is, that's like my, that's my magic space because it's a doorway and I love keys and doors, which, you know, Hecate, but um, I did that working and I mean, I went hard. I had to, I had to like really do like extra stuff because I needed to be able to stay in my home. I didn't want to have to go out and work because I've always worked from home. I wanted to be able to work from home so I could be with my girls. I had to take care of that too. So um, a very popular uh, hoodoo uh, working is to when you're needing to stay where you live is that you mark your territory with four uh, railroad spikes kind of keeps you grounded where you are. So I had to do that first. So this was like a multi-layer thing because I had so much on the line. Um, wow. I had nowhere to go. I got that. I think I did. That was like a two week working. And um, I got everything I asked for very specifically, exactly what I asked for. So um, it works as be responsible, you know, um, and also too, uh, I do find that I've come across people who they feel like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna, I don't know anything about this, this goddess. I'm just gonna put a shrine up in five minutes. And I need her to give me $500. Mm -hmm. And that's how you get, get your feelings hurt because mm -hmm. the guys and goddess, if they don't want to deal with you, they won't. And if you disrespect them, they will let you know, yeah. I've been disrespected. I have my own 
experience with that with the paranormal thing but yeah i i was yeah uh, uh i was in that f around and find out with kali kali <laughs> drama does not play and um i had she she taught me a very uh, I, I, I lesson and i did not approach that goddess until probably two three years ago so yeah it's 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 serious so yeah well julie's a witch <laughs> no <laughs> yeah well, tell her to go fly around on the broomstick at night she already knows <laughs> Yeah, we gotta try. I'm trying to get a whole stick and go fly yeah. around. <laughs> I had an idea. Just a skull. <laughs> <laughs> so how long have you been? Because you know what? A witch for twenty years. Oh wow! I married a witch. <laughs> now, nah, but you know what? I'll tell you something. The laws of practice within witchcraft, I believe in because I believe that a person who has those abilities to protect themselves and those around them have every right to protect themselves. Absolutely. And through measures of, of what the work that I've done, you have, you have done and what you've practiced and I didn't practice any of this stuff, but I believe that that's a great thing because you need to, you're going through a different avenue. Um, and I'm all for it. I'm all for it. If you can stop someone from being harmed and bullied or whatever the case may be, or you may need, you're in a situation where, you know, how am I going to get money? Why not? Why not? Yeah. I think that there's a similarity and a closeness to prayers. Uh, mm -hmm. When certain people of belief pray to a certain angel um, or their God, whatever God they believe in, and sometimes those prayers are answered, there's a similarity within witchcraft that you go through other means of prayer and intent of belief Absolutely. that the activity will work within the favor of yourself through the laws of the universe. So I'm yes. all for it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I totally agree. I mean, yeah. the Bible, a lot of pagans are, oh God, the Bible, but the Bible is a main staple of hoodoo. If you're not using a Bible, you're not doing hoodoo. I don't know what you're doing, but you're not doing hoodoo. And, you know, people don't understand. A lot of people don't understand, like, the Psalms. That within itself is a whole grimoire. Because every prayer in that in that in Psalms can bring about certain actions. And in hoodoo, that's what that's what we do. We, we may pray certain Psalms against an enemy against you know or for something um it's very powerful and you don't have to be a christian to do it um and i and only because yeah i'm not a christian anymore but as a as a hoodoo practitioner that's one thing that cannot be removed from that and i have to respect that um because there are a lot of things in the bible that i absolutely do not like and do not agree with but when it relates to any prac any root work that i'm doing yeah, I have to. I have to include that because it's part of it. It's it's like a the centerpiece. So, um, now the other stuff in there, no. Nah. <laughs> well, you know what? I, listen, myself, I I respect all forms of religion, but do I believe everything in these Bibles? I don't. Sorry, I don't. Me either. Because, I either. You know, people make valid points that well, why doesn't these biblical things happen today in such a way where it happened um, before? You know, and 
there's so many unanswered questions. I don't believe in it. And everyone's going to have a tailored religion according to their beliefs. Absolutely. And it's like, okay, so your religion's right and you believe, but my religion's wrong. Or So I, I don't buy into that. I believe in a universal law, a comic view, and I believe that before we take place within the physical realms, we have written out a life path of things that we want to choose to learn through as our soul groups, soulmates, how we want to go through this whole experience, whether you want to be a witch or a pagan or a priest, um, and you are in your own universal lane as if you're the only one that exists. And it's you to accomplish that and the exit sign that you've chosen, whatever you've chosen it, through that value of life that you've experienced and accomplished, you will end this journey and move on to the next one. Yes, Ashe, absolutely. I totally agree with you. And I definitely believe in soul groups. You oh, know, yes. Um, I, I, I can't, and a lot of people, I will, I, I'm going to say this, um, but we're being frank and honest here. But I think one of the biggest challenges that I have faced um, being a woman of color and practicing outside of Christianity or, you know, Islam is some people are afraid. They're not necessarily afraid of me, but I cannot. That's one thing that even as a kid, I had questions about Christianity and things like, wait a minute, this is not making sense. If I was like 12 and it wasn't logical to me, what does that say? You know, because we always want to shush kids up, especially when it comes to religion most of the time, because we're practicing what we what we are taught. And for us, when Africans were brought over to this country, we had our own religion. We we had deep connections to our ancestors. And that was taken away from us to, to the point where now we're it's beat into us. Okay, yeah, don't mess with your ancestors. No, it's not. No, my 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 ancestors, they have me. And I had to, um, that was something I had to actually learn to do because it was preventing me from moving forward on my spiritual path. But this this stuff with, I, I, and that's something I, I, I cannot, my, it grates on my nerves. I can't be around limited thinking people, especially when it comes on spiritual matters. I don't try to, mm -hmm. I'm not going to tread on what you do. So don't try to disrespect exactly. mine just because I don't believe what you believe. And I've had that to happen. Oh, what do you do? Hug trees and stuff? Yeah, maybe you should try it. It's a beautiful experience. <laughs> I've had that to happen. Come, you know, I, I the, the people that totally show up to your door, <laughs> you know, that with the Bible yeah. tell you about God. Yeah, those. Oh, what do you do? Hug trees. Apps every chance I get, they talk. You're part of that, whether you want to be or not. You're part of the tree. In fact, when you leave this this and cross the veil, your body will return back to where it was in its natural state. So yes, you too are part of that tree. Um, and I don't, I respect everybody. I have Satanists who are friends of mine. I'm friends of Luciferians. And I, only because I don't want to, like I said, lock myself into a spiritual path. I'm cool with some stuff with Luciferianism. Like I can, it's like, wait a minute. How can Lucifer be that bad? Like how can... Or Satan, because I really believe with the the that sometimes those that focus too much on Satan, how are you like actually focusing on your God when you're worried about what Satan is doing? Which really, in my belief, yeah. Satan is with is internal. That's you. You're the Satan. <laughs> Very interesting. I like how you put that. You're right. 
how are you you're focusing so much on 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 satan on whatever but mm-hmm. you, you should be focusing on yourself and everything that you're doing and you're bringing into the universe and, yeah like stay up out of other people's business spiritual business stay up out of people's spiritual and, business and that's my philosophy oh, i will great. share what i believe but i'm not gonna press it on you we don't i don't i'm not gonna go it's like when people ask me oh do you want to go to church well yeah you want to come to this full moon full moon ritual i've got going on next week <laughs> hey i've got everything i've got the cakes and wine I, you know yeah i'll go to your church and it's like oh no it's like okay then don't don't I, we're doing interfaith exchange here. If you want me to come in and participate in what you believe in, you're going to have to take it down a notch and you have to come with mine too, because we're not going to do you're better than me. And I do not tolerate that from anybody that because you are of the main three that makes you better than me. No, I'm, I'm in reality. I don't know where you are, but I'm in reality. <laughs> and that's how I live my life. And that's like, you take that delusional stuff somewhere else. It's 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 not no, no just yeah. no. I don't think <laughs> people no. realize how unjudgmental like we really are. You Thank know? you. It's just you know I think they look at us like we're all freaks, but I mean we're kind of like the most unjudgmental and most humane. The yeah. way we treat other people. It really is true. It really is, and it's sad, but. You know, it's just not on their path to understand and learn right now. And they can have it. If they like it, I love it. So if that's where you want to be, fine. Just, you know, to you be your way and to me, me mine. And that's all I ask in kind. I don't, I don't want any, you don't have to accept what I believe. You don't even have to like it, but you're not going to disrespect me. Exactly. exactly. And I'm not going to disrespect you. You know, that's easy. Exactly. You and know. it should be like the way of, the, you know, everybody, it should be with everything. I mean, not just the paranormal and witchcraft. It's just life, you know, but it isn't. Thank and you. It should be, but it, it, it isn't. It never will be. Um, yes, but, ma'am. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. I mean, everything. It's crazy. Just got to focus on yourself and not worry about what everybody. No. Everybody you love, just, you know, I don't. I don't even do now. I don't even do root work for uh, people unless it's outside of you know outside of my family. Maybe you know for some it's, it's got to be somebody close to me. Um, I'll do cleanses. I do lapias, but I I won't. People I've had people ask me to do like love work. Nope. Yeah. That's like that is the most fickle and unpredictable work that you can do because you're dealing with you know people's emotions in there and love and stuff. Love is strange, and and <laughs> that's not something I want to try to harness. Yeah. And I've seen some disasters as a result of that. Um, someone who was trying to get a lover back, and they ended up coming back, and then they were abusive and obsessed yeah. with them. But it's like you got what you asked for. You were trying yeah. to impose on somebody else's will. If he didn't wasn't feeling you, oh, why do you yeah. want him back? Like leave him alone. Yeah. And so it can go either way. But yeah, I won't do that kind of work for people or. Yeah. Because you don't know what's on the other side of that. You don't know what responsibility that person had, what their role was. And you're taking on that role and responsibility for something that may not even be correct. So um, I'm careful about that. I don't, yeah, I don't do work for people yeah, like that. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, I don't blame you. That, that's, that's tricky. 
Yeah, it's like yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what you can you can do. I can get these candles, petition this particular saint oh. or whatever, but you do it because don't yeah. don't call me because I'm not the spiritual ghostbuster when some stuff goes down and you can't figure out what it is. I'm not. And then you're gonna come back mm -mm. and they're gonna blame you. Like, yeah, of course. Yeah, so it's like mm -mm. nope. <laughs> But I'm not a mean person. I'm just careful and cautious. No, I mean, you're, everything that you're saying is 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 correct. I mean, it's just, you know, that's the way it should be. Yeah. I just want to say, um, give Lena a shout out in chat. Hello, Lena. How are you? Um, is that Lena that we know? Or is that yeah. Lena somebody else? No, that's Lena we know, Miss Lena. She's in chat. Oh. Hello. Hello. And my wish you, my channel. Lena's in Montana. Yeah, no, I know that she lives in Montana. I think it's right. Montana's really cold. Yeah, she lives in Montana. Lena, what's the invite? When are we going to be invited? I'm sure. I don't know. I don't know. I wish. But I'm sure the listener out there. This is an interesting show. I mean, I could have a million questions, but I will say this. You know, you talk about the love spells. Look, I'm straightforward. I, I don't read books and know what I'm doing with that stuff. But ironically, back in the 90s, people did come to me, a few people, and says, I'm in a bad relationship. She's breaking up with me or he's breaking up with me, yada, yada, yada. Can you help me? Not Philip, but the person in Philip says yes, that inner voice. Today, they're all married still. I see that worked. Yes. It's a gamble and it worked. And if you ask me, do I know? No, I don't. It's the inner part of me that came out and says, I know how to do this. If you ask me right now, yeah. I'll say, I don't know how to do it. For some reason, you know, some reason on this journey, this life journey, it's as if you know when you know you have to do something and nothing's going to stop you, right? That's true. I agree. It's like the movie Flash Dance, but she knew she was going to be the best dancer. Um, and nothing was going to stop. But it's like you have that inner part of you. And so we all have that inner part of us, whether it's getting a job or you want to start a family or you want to meet the right person or you want to move across country. And that inner part of you saying you're doing it, nothing's stopping you. Yeah. And you do it, right? That's true. So Absolutely. I believe that that inner part of you, we all have to take advantage of and go with it. Ride mm -hmm. that wave because that wave is telling you this is for you on your journey. That's you true. can do this. I see that's different with, because the intentions, the good intentions were there, I'm sure for, for yourself, as well as the person who you were, you're doing this for. Um, it's when you start getting into for selfish reasons, when you know that this person, why they left you to begin with, first mm -hmm. of all, um, apparently then it worked, you know, and it's just, I think only because I'm basing it off of my experiences with, with, with love work with people that are wanting me to do it. And oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's very delicate. Yeah. It is. It's a delicate situation. It I is. agree. Hey, it's um, so and love. You want to make it better. That's different. It's I'll tell you there. what, I'll tell you something funny. So I'm starting this, this ritual, right? Now, again, I'm just going by the inner part of me. So next day I get a phone call. And the guy calls me up. He goes, you're not going to believe this. Now, I don't know if you're planning this. She called me. And I says, what? I dropped the phone. I was like, I pick up the phone. She called you? I'm in shock of what I did. I was like, yeah, we're going to meet for dinner. Happily, now we're in 
2023, and that was 1995. Wow. <laughs> so that's beautiful. It's that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> that is beautiful. I'm all for it when it when it when it goes that way. Yeah. <laughs> and you did it. You were, you know, you were the catalyst for that. So that that's that's when it's beautiful. Um, and I think also mainly because you had good intentions too. You weren't trying to do anything nefarious. You really no. No. were wanting good and, and it worked. And they were supposed to be together. Obviously, they're together. So yeah. it, you know, it worked out. Um and it's just like, yeah, I I guess I haven't really been fortunate enough to meet someone that wanted that work done that had good intentions. This was like selfish. And um, they ended up creating havoc. They, I don't know, I can't remember who, who she petitioned, but she did it and it caused so much chaos in her home. Yeah. And she called me and asked me, could I come get rid of it? Uh, no, I told you not to do it anyway. You wanted to go ahead and call him and then he did, he, you know, he ended up hating her. It was kind of like Love Potion Number Nine, if you've seen that movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's kind of how it turned out. And it's like, that was in my mind. I tried to yeah. tell you, mommy, I tried to tell you and you didn't listen. So have at it, have fun, you know. But, uh, um, and I know I've been rambling and I apologize, but. Um, oh, no, I mean, it's a big responsibility and, you know, you have to have good intentions. And you got, you both said it exactly yeah. the way it is. Absolutely. Um, so I know the listener out there is going to want to know some exciting stuff on your end. What can a witch do? So can a witch turn a rival into a frog? Well, obviously, that's far-fetched. But yeah. a witch yeah. can put someone in a box. Do you mean oh bring God. about... What, in a box? Bring about unaliving? Is that what you mean? No, no, but I, what I'm, I'm saying is contain them from the wrong things that they do to another person. Oh. I'm, I'm going to, I'm kind of middle the road on that only because it's going to depend. It, like I wouldn't, I would not, if I see somebody doing something to somebody and it's not directly related to me. I'm not going to go and impinge on that, even though I know it's wrong, what they're doing. It's just that I feel like I cannot dip my toe into that unless it's something that is directly related to me um, because I don't want to, in a, in a sense, I feel like I'm really imposing on something, even if it's bad. I just feel that there are some things you should not impose on unless it's you know directed to you because those things can backfire. Not a, it's not out of fear and it's not even like the karmic aspect of it. It's the fact that whatever it is that you are doing, you don't, you, you can't ever really know the full details of something that you're deciding you're going to do some type of baneful work. So I, I would, I would never do that. Only if I knew everything that I need to know for me to make that decision. And before I would do any type of, even when I'm doing money work or bank, anything like that, I always do a reading. Because I need to make sure that I am making the best decision and not just willy-nilly, well, it looks like something from the outside and you really don't know what's going on. And there could be some other inner workings and it can either backfire or it's going to go a whole different way that you did not expect. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm going to say, no, I, I, I wouldn't do that. Mm -mm. I like that answer. What, would, what can you do? Give me some, give me like three things you can do that the audience would want to hear as a witch. 
I know how to sweeten. Mm. I know how to sweeten. Um, some people, which is, I think it's a pretty new concept as far as like sweetening someone. Um, I've been able to, I do a lot of sweetening work when I'm dealing with a jerk uh, who's directly connected to me and I need for them to like kind of get themselves together. I will do a lot of sweetening. I'm very good at that. And I'm also very good about the La Tapa Boca work. And I call it, I'm not, I don't want to cuss, but I call it the shut the F up. <laughs> um, and I have been very effective in doing that. And I am also very good in being able to, when someone is going through something and they may not know how to express it, I can tune into them and I can hear. And when things come to me, they come to me in, in words. Now, I don't get like full sentences, but when I hear spirit, it will come as, as actual just choppy words and I can put it together and I'm actually have to hone in and listen and it will be exactly what that person is needing. And it'll be exactly what that person may be feeling because I'm not about, um, I'm very, I'm a skeptic. You can't just tell me you do some stuff or, you know, hey, I do readings and your great grand somebody is reaching out and have a message. No, they don't because they'll tell me first. I mean, I have a good enough connection with them. But what I can do is I am a healer. I know I'm very good at being crafty when I need to do, when I need something done, I know how to get in and do it on a magical level. Now I'm going to always try to do whatever I can first on a mundane level, but sometimes you got to, you got to bring in the big guns. So um, I'm very, I would say I am very adept at being able to hone in on get done what I need done and how to do it. I have a whole arsenal of herbs, candles, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all kinds of little doodads that I need to, that I did I use in my magical practice and um, I don't do magic like all the time because a lot of things will just happen on its own if you but every now and again either somebody needs to be taught a lesson or somebody needs some help and I have the ability to be able to go in okay tell me what's going on with you all right I'm going to do this reading and uh, to find out if this is what we need to do. But I am very adept at listening to spirit now. I used to not be because I was afraid of that, that Ouija board situation. So I, I was terrified of it. And um, I was pregnant with my, my, my youngest daughter and I was going out of schedule C-section and I was walking past to go in and register. And this lady was smoking. She was smoking. She was far enough away from the, the hospital property. But she said, you need to stop running. You need to stop running from your gift. It's not going away. It was something like that. And I thought she was crazy and it scared me. And I was like, what? She said, you have a very powerful gift. Stop running from it because it's not going to go away. And she was right. Yeah. I tried to run from it. I tried to run from being able to sense spirits. I've seen them. I've and it and I've I tried to run away from it. So I guess what I do is I do I do my matrix S H I T and I get it done. So that's the best way I can describe it is that I don't yeah. I don't play around when it comes to that. If I'm if I'm going in, it is serious for me. There's preparation I have to do, and I am naturally able to be able to hone in and figure out what I need to do to get something done. And that's I feel that is that can be a witch's greatest gift is you know how you are not the one that's going to jump out the window and commit suicide if something is going down you know how to okay i can't fix this on a mundane level but i can't pull out these or these herbs and these crystals and these uh candles here and we're getting ready to get to work 
and I go in and I do what I need to do. I don't talk about it. A lot of people are like, oh my God, what's gonna happen? I don't even talk about it. Yeah, I'll, when it when it when when everything is okay, the dust is settled, then I'll come back and we'll talk about it. But right now, I don't. You can. It may look like I'm not doing anything on the inside, but I'm not going to discuss it with you. That's a very private thing. I don't discuss if I'm doing some work. I'm, I'm not going to tell anybody about it. Yeah, it's just yeah. you get to see the results. This is this is what I did to make this happen. So I think my determination and grit, because I didn't, I wasn't blessed to have somebody train me. Um, you know, early on, I mean, early on I did, but for a while I had to wing it. I had to learn how to do this stuff myself. I didn't have, you know, I didn't have anybody to teach me who do I just kind of start naturally doing stuff and I know what works and what doesn't. I can, I do spells a lot of times. I don't write them out. I can be just like actually doing something and I'm in the middle and I will come up with something and that's what I'm going with. And that's what I do. So I guess that's about, Yeah. <laughs> That's great. I, I have, um, I'm going to play skeptic. I'm not a skeptic, so it's not me playing, but I have to play it for the listener. A listener would ask me, and I just want your response to this. Um, these are simple questions. Why, if a person is a psychic, why can't they pick the winning lottery numbers? And your answer would be? Hell, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because I think only certain things are accessible to us as psychic. Cause I, I don't claim to be psychic um, that I don't take that label um, because anybody can be psychic. It's not some special gift that. Only right. No, I, I know it's not yeah. for you to, you know, I know that you didn't say you were psychic, but people would say, well, why can't a psychic pick the winning lottery numbers? And I just wanted to hear your response of what you would think. Yeah. I, I think that maybe it's because, I mean, there are some things we are meant to know and some things we aren't because okay. everybody that has psychic gifts, they are specifically kind of honed in on certain areas. Like some people who are psychics, they, they get premonitions. I get dreams, um, but I've never had anything to where I've dreamt of, of lottery numbers like ever. I've dreamt of people who have died. I've dreamt of accidents that have happened. I've dreamt of of other events but not anything and not even on a grand scale i just think there are some people who may have that ability that either maybe they don't talk about it and they keep it to themselves or they only you know maybe they keep it within their family or somebody they trust because being able to do that because what happens if you're wrong one time see everybody's going to be on your team while you can you may get it right five times that sixth time you'll be completely off and then all of a sudden you're a fraud so yeah. I think it's possible. I really think it's possible. I'm not going to discount and say it can't happen, but I think that it all has to do with maybe I've, I haven't come across any psychic that like has told me that, or we'd all be millionaires, but I don't, I just think that maybe it can happen for some and some not, and that we're not all being a psychic doesn't mean you're going to get it right every time. And if I was that type of, you know, if I labeled myself as a psychic and I could do lottery numbers, I'd be scared because I know that people are going to expect a hit every single time. And the time that they don't, and you give them those numbers, they're ready to fight. Yeah. You're a fraud. You said you could give me lottery numbers. Well, nothing is guaranteed. I mean, except death. So how can we even say that? Like, I think you, you, you it can happen, but. Right, right. So I do have one more question as the clock is running out for this show that yes. a person would ask, again, I'm not the skeptic, but this is what a skeptic would ask. 
if a healer can heal people in the churches where so-called people fall down during the procedures of these people have or these abilities to send out God's word and make them fall down, why can't those same people go into hospitals and heal people when those people cannot move? And what would your answer be? Uh, well, I do not believe in faith healers. Now, when I say I heal, I'm talking about with herbs and knowing how yes. things yes. take. But I absolutely do not. I had my own personal experience when someone decided they were going to put the Holy Spirit on me. He kept like smacking me in my forehead until I just made myself fall out because it was hurting. But I don't I do not believe in faith healers um, because people die. These people are dying because they're believing that God is going to heal them. But if, if you believe in God, that means God, if he created everything, that means he created cures for things. That's why we have places for you to go to be treated for certain things so that you can be okay. But no, nah, I'm not, I, I am not at all faith healers. I don't, because people want something to believe in. We were, okay. so, we're most of us are, you know, spiritually gullible. We want to believe that there is something outside of us that we can't see that is going to create a miracle. I'm not saying miracles don't happen, but no, I don't believe in them. So I, I mean, yeah, absolutely not. I don't. No, thanks for your answer. Uh, those are just things that people would ask off the cuff. I know that because I get asked that all the time. Julie, mm -hmm. have any questions? Um, no, no. I mean, I guess no. <laughs> I'm just like floored by this whole show. I, I mean, I've learned a lot, and that's what it's all about, right? Knowledge is power. I've had a great time. This was this how was would before we end the show. You know, for the listener out there, how would they, if a person is interested in doing some of the work that you're doing, A, can they contact you or where would they look? Give me some information on that. Sure. Um, I can give you my email address. Okay. Can and that's K-A-M-A-R-A dot B like boy, Forte at gmail.com. Kamar dot B Forte, Forte at gmail.com. Um, and I am more than willing to, uh, I'm always open to answering questions. Um, I don't charge. <laughs> I've had people to want to charge me because I had a spiritual question, but reach out to me anytime. And if I don't know the answer, I'm not going to just guess. If I don't know the answer, I'll find out for you. Uh, but please, any, anybody who is new or is, I've ran the gamut on things. I've probably tried it or, you know, learned it. So, um, because I've been around a lot, but yes, please at any time, kamar.bforte at gmail.com. I can be reached there. Okay. Oh, awesome. So this well, has been a pleasure. I think, I mean, thank you so much for coming on tonight. I thank mean, you for allowing me. This is, this I is, mean, a, gosh. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's been fun. Um, I just want to say a special thank you to Carnation for fully sponsoring the show. Um, we love them. Um, and you can join us next week um, at the same time at 107.7 FM and 105.3 FM from New Orleans. And stay tuned for Trishma with the missing piece. So thank and you. And don't forget, everyone, really quick, you can watch this on Roku. We are live right now, but the repeats are there. So that's a big thing for all of us. Hey, thank you so much for coming on. You've been a great guest. Uh, we, look, we look forward to speaking to you in the future, and we'll talk to you soon. Have a great, safe night. Right. Thank you. Take care. Have a bye -bye. great night. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.